Is it real? Or is it ridiculous? Hello, hello, hello. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Is It Real or Is It Ridiculous? I'm Leah, and I'm joined by my fabulous, fantastic, phenomenal co-host, Kara. Ooh, alliteration. Yeah, I had to. Oh, that, that was a P. <laughs> the there. last one was a P, but it had the f- yeah, sound. The f- the f- <laughs> so I went with it. <laughs> well, happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, everybody. Today's episode, we're going to be taking another mental health check-in. Yeah, our last one. Our last one, because we have another announcement. Mm-hmm. We are having a season finale. Grand season finale on wednesday june 30th so after this episode we have two Two more more episodes Mm. until we have our little season finale it's gonna be like gray's anatomy (laughs) we're gonna leave you with a cliffhanger (laughs) make you wait for three months to find out what happens 19 seasons of our show (laughs) yes today so we're gonna do a little mental health check-in so before we do that Mm -hmm. cara do you have anything you want to share today anything to share with the class anything to share with the class with the group with the Um, listeners loving the summer weather Mm -hmm. just digging and like the daylight Mm -hmm. you know the long day that 8 30 p.m sunset but something creepy happened to me okay i've been going for walks after work every night and it's like lighter out now my ankles like moving and grooving Raring so this go. is like becoming my like Routine. meditation almost Very like, good. it's really nice so i was walking the other day and i turned onto a street and this car was coming towards me and it was a man it was a red subaru and i was wearing leggings and a sports bra which is like normal like why right, can i right you're you going know? for a walk yeah it's hot out he looked at me like I just didn't like the way he looked at me. Like, all of my, like, hackles went up. It was Ugh, creepy. I hate that feeling. It was just feeling. really, really creepy. I just, I got a weird vibe. So I kept walking. As I was turning, I looked back because I had to cross the street. And I saw a red Subaru, like, coming towards me. And I was like... No. Shut like, the fuck are up. You, like, I was, so he like circled around. Yeah. I turned onto the street. I made a right and there was a lady walking her dog. And then there was like two moms outside with like girls. So I was like, okay, like if anything, I'll just be like, hey, Monica, like what's up? <laughs> you know what I mean? I had this like whole plan. If he like was like, hey, like I was so scared, Leah. And I kept walking. And yeah, but you had the feeling enough that you had to like start going like through the whole fucking scenario like of what yeah. you would do in your head. I hate that so I much. Like yeah. And I hate that. That is girls, we have to do that. It's just like unfair. Like, leave me alone. Like, so what if I'm and my first of all, my sports spa is really cute. It's like leopards, like, but like big <laughs> leopard spots and like all different colors. But it's just not fair. Like, fuck off. Like, am I supposed to wear a sweatshirt and sweatpants when I go walking now? Because nope. I can't like nope. fuck off. Nope. It's, it's horrible. so unfair. I hate it. I hate it so much. But I do the same thing. Like, if I'm out or whatever and I feel uncomfortable, I like start mentally planning yeah. like what I'm gonna do. You have to. It's so fucking horrible that and then that happens. There's all also a firehouse like right across from that neighborhood so i was like if anything i could just sprint to this fire right literally like let me in help me <laughs> yes moral of the story be vigilant or pretend you know hey, your neighbor's name monica, hey, monica. <laughs> <laughs> anything new with you um not really like same old same old you know on the job hunt mm. 
going to the beach during the Ugh, week when no one's there. So jealous. It's like the best. Every time Leah and I have tried to make plans to go to the beach, it's been like 60 degrees and cloudy. Literally. Literally. The two weekends that we were like, yeah. we're going to go to the beach this no. weekend, the weather was like, no, you're not. <laughs> yeah. You thought you were going, but you're fucking not. <sighs> Terrible. And the one weekend that was so fucking hot mm-hmm. and out of character for early June yeah. for it to be that hot, yeah. we both had plans. Yep. Yep. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's just the universe. Yeah, that's just the universe. Fucking with our beach days yeah. this summer. So, yeah, like really nothing new. That's good. <laughs> just like living your best summer. Best summer, Leah. Summer, Leah. Summer, Leah. Hot Leah summer. Well. <laughs> Average girl summer. Are they saying that now? I'm here for average girl summer. Average looking girl summer. I haven't heard that. <laughs> I saw something like that on Instagram and I was like, I feel that. <laughs> Regular summer. Regular girl summer. After spending an entire year in my apartment and not going anywhere, I'm ready to feel pretty regular. Just regular. I like, you know what? That doesn't set any bars Plain. high or low. It's just like, just go. Yeah, be like regular. when you go and you order a slice of pizza and you're like, I just want a regular yeah, slice. I just want a, ooh, That's I, what I want. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Okay, just good. Just a regular summer. Yeah. Okay. Should we get into our episode? Yeah, let's do that. Okay, so today we're actually going to dial it back a little bit. Yeah. We're going to take down the crazy, mm-hmm. take down the energy, mm-hmm. and we're going to mellow into a topic that we've wanted to talk about for a while now. Yeah, yeah. But I think that both of us are planning on opening up a little bit more, and it's yeah. it's it's scary. It's a little scary. So yeah. we were hesitant, but we were feeling some sort of way today, mm-hmm. and we decided to just go for it. Yeah. So today we're going to talk about how we each deal with anxiety yes. and the different anxieties that we have. Yes. And just ways that we've been dealing with it or not dealing with it. Exactly. New anxieties that may have popped up recently. Mm-hmm. So let's just get right into it. All right. Let's get real. Let's get real. So for me, my situation I think is a little bit different because there were a lot of things that were happening in my life in my early 20s. Yeah. And yeah. I wasn't dealing with any of it. Yeah, we've touched on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We have. So like my whole mentality was to like just keep going, like keep going forward, like yeah. don't let anything hold you back. Which you think is you're like, okay, I'm handling this because right. I'm like, I don't need to like think about that. Like I'm good. I can just like I know. Move I was forward. like, I'm fine. Right. I'm great. Right. No, wrong. <laughs> Very wrong. <laughs> <laughs> Hard stop. <laughs> so then when I started dating the bartender, and I feel like I've mentioned this before, I had kind of like a, a moment where I was like, okay okay, I'm not okay. All the things that I've been like not dealing with for years kind of came crashing down on me. Do you think there was like something that like triggered them or just like one day you just like woke up and you had like a... I think it was a buildup and I think it was part of like running away is like you're putting walls up Yeah, essentially. And so when I'm dating the bartender, I had to like learn how to be vulnerable with him and like let the walls down. So as I let the walls down... open the floodgates. Literally, like other things came out that I was like not really ready for or not prepared for. But I feel like it was just kind of like a big push that I needed to like go to therapy because... That was like my immediate solution. I was like, oh my God, I'm having like a nervous breakdown. I need to go to therapy. Yeah. Basically, like that'll fix the problem. Right. And I think my whole mentality has always been like looking for a quick fix. Yeah. I had to really learn that like my anxiety is ongoing and there's no quick fix. Mm -hmm. And I can't just be like, okay, I'm going to go to therapy and I'll be better. Right. Like after like an hour. Right. Like it's like an ongoing thing. So I basically had to like learn how to deal with 
I have like physical symptoms sometimes and like how to deal with that and how to like try, I say try because it's difficult, but try to change my mentality or at least to recognize like when something occurs, I'm like, okay, this is triggering. I can feel like my heart quicken, like sometimes I get really bad chest pain and I know it's like my anxiety, like, or I'll feel lightheaded and I know like, and I can recognize it and not freak out about it. Cause in the early stages of that too, if I got lightheaded or if I had chest pain, I was like, oh my God, I'm dying. I'm having a heart attack. So it was like, it was really scary because I, you know, I don't know what's going on. I was like, I don't know what's going on with me. So it took me time to be like, okay, no, this is what this is. Yeah. And I know that and I can do like my deep breathing or whatever. Yeah. You have like almost like tools now. Right. To recognize it and to like deal with it. So I say all this to say. Yeah. I feel like I talked about a lot of my anxieties in the early episodes of this show. Yeah. And I noticed it too after we started like releasing them. And I was oh. like, wow, I talk about how anxious I am all the time a lot. But like I am. I feel like it's just part of who I am. I mean, I think that's important. I'm kind of like learning now. I'm really just like upfront about like stresses in my life now mm-hmm. with like my friends because I'm like, okay, you guys are my friends. I'm not going to hide like if I have family drama or like mm-hmm. personal drama or just anything like Mm -hmm. there's no point like my friends are like my family at this point yes like you said like oh I talk about my anxiety a lot I think that's so important right I try to talk about it too to like normalize it exactly because I'm like I need you as my friend family member whoever to understand that this is what I deal with every day and it's also like a hindrance it could be a hindrance but it's also like it helps us too right why wouldn't you want the best for your friends and if you know how to cater to them exactly and sometimes honestly saying it out loud Sometimes if I'm feeling it and and I just say out loud, like, I feel really anxious, it Mm -hmm. makes it, like, 10 times better. Yeah, because you don't have to, like, hide it. Yeah, I'm taking it out of my own head. So, like, sometimes, you know, when the bartender comes home from work, he's like, what's wrong? And I'm, like, sitting on the couch. I'm like, I'm really anxious. Mm -hmm. Like, I do not feel good. And Mm -hmm. he'll be like, it's okay. And he'll come sit with me. Mm -hmm. And, like, just that, like, we don't, you know, he just sits with me. Yeah. And just me saying it and then, like, that company, it's like, it's like a deep breath. I feel, like, so much better because I'm like, I said it. It's not just me in my head. Yeah. Someone knows yeah, how like I'm you're not feeling. Making it up. How long yeah. do you think it took you to be able to just like just say that out loud? Time, because even after that incident where I yeah. like first realized I needed to like yeah. go to therapy and talk about this, even after that, I was very like nervous. I was like, oh my god, the bartender is gonna see that I'm nuts, and he's gonna leave me. No. He's gonna find me in a little ball on the floor, and no. he's not gonna want to be with me anymore. Oh my god, he would like scoop you right up, <laughs> please. <laughs> I mean, I know that now, yeah, but like yeah. you know, we were still we were less than a year into our relationship yeah. at that point. So I was like, oh my god, he can't see this side of me yet. Yeah. Um, but it did take me probably. Probably about like a six months to a year, depending on the person. If yeah. it was somebody that I talked to regularly, yeah, I would yeah, just yeah. be like very upfront about right. it. But like, you know, it did take me time to just be like, you know, I struggle with this. Like yeah. sometimes I literally can't help it. Yeah. So good for you. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Thanks. I think you're doing great. Lately, my anxiety has been like really, really bad. And I mm-hmm. get it off and on. I get it. And mine is like all physical. Mm-hmm. All of my symptoms are physical, and it's. I want to say, like the past six months, I've never had this before. Well, you've had a lot of changes yeah. in the past couple of yeah. months. So yeah, what's been happening to me lately is I get I call them these like night panics. I'll be like super tired. My brain will be so tired, but then I'll feel like 
almost like I'm falling mm. and I have to like surround myself with pillows and I have to like hold up. Well, I've always had to hold on to something while I'm, while I'm Oh my sleeping. God, I do that too. I like yeah. squeeze the life out of yeah. something. <laughs> um, I think that's because I like grew up with a stuffed animal and now yes. I'm just like, I have to. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. I still have them. Usually so I, I like them. crumple up my blanket and I like yeah. squeeze my blanket. <laughs> I need a pillow, yeah. But I've also just been like super open about it because I'm just like, we should normalize talking about like mental health issues because like actually Absolutely. a lot of people recently have given me a lot of good advice. Like my coworker, they're like you should get a weighted blanket yeah and it actually those help it has helped me i mean it you, really wait, really that's helped. so funny that you say that because like when i was at the dentist a few weeks ago you know how i hate the yes. fucking dentist yes they had to take an x-ray oh, so they put they put that thing the to, like, weighted cover thing on me yeah right and oh. so then they were like they were like do you feel any better with that on and i was like i don't know and they're like we're gonna leave it on for you because yeah. like the weight of it's it is supposed to yeah. calm you down yeah. and i actually think it did yes because i was sitting there and i was like you know what i don't hate this like this no. thing can stay here. <laughs> I love that weighted blanket. I woke up one night with it and I was sweating. So it was like really hot and I was just like, I don't even fucking care. Like right. that's really helped me. And then I was telling, I saw some of my friends from college recently and I was telling them, my one friend, she's like, yeah, like when that happens, I lay on the floor. And I was like, huh? And she was like, yeah, it's like you need to feel grounded. I was just going to say to feel grounded. I think that's exactly what's happening. I think a lot of it is like because I'm all over the place mm-hmm. and especially like in my house and just like back and forth. And like there's a lot of uncertainties right yeah. now, I think, in your life. And because you had to like uproot yourself from yeah. your city apartment, move yeah. back home. It's just it's a lot. It's a lot. Yeah. So you're probably I think like my anxiety right now is a lot of outside factors like family stuff that are affecting. Yeah. You. And I'm so busy all day, like with work and like just like, you know, running around doing my day to day that I guess maybe at night is like when my brain starts to quiet. But sometimes at that's night- That's when you have like the time to process yeah. it. Maybe that's why you're like but so- But sometimes at night, I'm not even thinking about it and it just happens. So I think it's just matter, my body's like, way. Yeah. yeah. Your body like holds on to yeah. that. So yeah. it's just like, you're not thinking about it all day. Yeah. And then your downtime is yep. at night and your body's like, mm, we're going to deal with all the shit that <laughs> we didn't we deal with. <laughs> night panic. Here we go. It's time. Strap into the roller coaster, Kara. It's like, yeah. Oh, that's so scary. It is. It's really strange. So I need to be like surrounded. Like security, like having exactly. things around I I you just, to like. I need like a home that's like mine. That's where you're at. Yeah, that's also, where I at. think I was yeah. going to say like you're at a point in your life where you're like, you had to move home and yeah. now you're like, you I know, can't. you feel out of place. Yeah. Like obviously like I love my parents. Obviously right. that's still, it's, but it just, it doesn't feel like I right. belong there. The weighted blanket has like really, really helped me. Okay, good. Um, and then my parents, I think they're going to help me start looking at like apartments. Good. Um, So I can <laughs> get the fuck out. <laughs> get the fuck out. <laughs> but it's not like, you know, when you pull an all nighter and it's like 5 a.m. and you're just like, oh my God, I feel like shit. Mm-hmm. I don't feel tired. I was going to say, you might be like, wired though yeah like you're literally like your body's in survival mode so it's you don't feel tired I don't know I don't know but it's been rough but I think Leah and I just wanted to talk about this because I think the more at least for me I started telling all of my friends this and it was amazing how many of them understood and struggles yeah or have had and like and understand and can relate to you yeah no it's so true yeah like the more we talk about it I feel like the better it gets yeah because for me too for a while I was like well it's hard to talk about because like I'm so in my own head and like how do I like explain to people that like when I overthink things that I literally can't help it and then I will literally sit there and stew and like it just like I go down a rabbit hole like how do Mm -hmm. I tell people that because not everybody's gonna like 
get yeah. that. No, I mean, yeah, not everybody's going to empathize. Right. But they can like sympathize and just be there for you. Right, right. I'm actually like, really happy that people like this year in the media and like pop culture, I think a lot of people are like normalizing and making conversations more present about mental health mm-hmm. and you how, know, important, it how is. important it is and like there's such a like weird stigma behind mental health that people don't want to talk about even if it's like maybe like my anxiety that you know flares up when things are uncertain for me or like you know for you yours is like a constant battle I think we need to normalize that more to talk about it because absolutely even the past six months just telling my friends I've been having a lot of trouble sleeping everybody is telling me about it now and I'm like wait what I've known you for 10 years why have we talked about this right like it's nothing to be ashamed of well i also think too that the pandemic has brought on a lot yes. of other stressors yes. too absolutely like, absolutely i struggled i'm fortunate enough that i have never really had a lot of trouble sleeping yeah in the past yeah but i would always like I wouldn't go to bed until I was exhausted. Mm. So I feel like I would get in bed exhausted and just pass right out because I was so tired. This past year, I wasn't doing things all day long like I used to to tire me out. So I would lay in bed and like stare at the ceiling and I would be up all night and I would be like, why can't I sleep? I've always been such a good sleeper. Yeah, But like our lives were turned completely upside down. So I feel the same. I've always been such a good sleeper and that's why this is so disturbing to me Right, because that's the one thing. Thing I always, I almost was like proud of it because I was like, oh, I could sleep through anything. I'm always oh, going to fall asleep. asleep. Yeah, literally. <laughs> and now I'm like, I need melatonin, Z-Quil, weighted my weighted blanket, blanket pillow like, fort. Oh, like, yeah. Like, I'm like, I come with instructions. Literally. <laughs> it's crazy. How to put Cara to sleep. One literally. I'm like, can somebody figure it out? And I've actually started using the Calm app at night. Okay. And it's really helped me. Okay. I don't know why. I didn't think it would, but I like background noise and I think the blue light of the TV has been bothering me lately. Yeah. What triggers me is like the fear. Like when I go to bed, I'm like, fuck, like, am I going to sleep tonight or is this going to be like a sleep? Yeah, it's like a vicious cycle. Like last night, for example had the panics mm-hmm. like because what happens is like I when I go to like breathe in or out so like let's say I like breathe all the way in and like when you get to the top of your breath I get this like I was gonna say like deep breathing like that like you're supposed to envision yourself like breathing all the way into your stomach Like when you're doing deep breathing, you're supposed to like inhale and then instead of inhaling just into your lungs, like imagine the inhale going all the way Mm. to your stomach and like watch your stomach like inflate with air and then do a huge exhale and you do that like five or six times and it's supposed to like significantly help. I'll have to try that. Because I like... I noticed at work when I used to be at work yeah. that I would like hold my breath and like clench my jaw Yeah, when I was like super stressed out about something. I would literally like notice and then I would audibly be like, because <sighs> like I would I would be like, okay, like I have to like breathe. Like, I have to remember tension. to like, yeah. yeah. And I, I always do that. Like still to this day, like when I'm frustrated about something, I'll be like, <sighs> And I like don't notice I'm doing it. My mom does that too. Because I'm like, mostly it's because I'm holding my breath. So I'm realizing that like I need to breathe. Yeah, so so just it just like, comes out in a huff. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I'm not huffing. I'm just breathing. I'm, but I'm also huffing. But I'm also huffing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Let's normalize 
has anxiety disorders. And going to therapy. Yes. I think you should normalize going to therapy. It's like really helpful and really insightful to like learn about your brain, about yourself and how you work. But also you cannot go to therapy until you're ready to go to therapy. Like you can't go because someone else wants you to go because it won't work and you won't get anything out of it. No, 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 no. You have to be like, no, I want to go for me. I'm ready to do this. And like, that's the only way that it works that you'll get something out of it because otherwise you'll find a reason that you don't like every therapist you see you'll blame everybody else right it's just it's not gonna work yeah it's like you have to make that decision and be ready for it and be ready for what comes out like once you open that box like you know you have to like deep dive into it but i do think that everybody would benefit from it oh yeah yes absolutely it's crazy how I feel like I'm also like much more self-aware now than I was in my early 20s. So this is kind of something that I'm just like, okay, I know this is anxiety, but I'm also like, yeah, this is anxiety. Like, let's talk about it. I think it's part of getting older. I really do. It's getting older. Because I think you're more aware of like your own mortality. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I think that's sad. (laughs) It's sad. But I think it's also like, I think it's a good thing. Like, I'm almost like proud of myself that I'm able to be like, okay, like I'm dealing with this right now. And Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm telling my friends, I'm telling my family and I'm like, help me. Like, I think with anxiety and like with mental health stuff, I think the more you talk about it, the easier it is. The easier it is. Absolutely. I think that's like why it's like going to therapy is so helpful. Talk therapy anyway, because you're talking about it. You're normalizing the thoughts in your head and you're speaking to someone who... No. And no one should like feel guilty or feel like they have to suffer or that they're like lesser because they have this thing going on in their brain. Like I think the easiest thing to do is just like open up and even talk to your close friends about it if you're struggling with it because... They could be struggling with their own version of it too. And you never know. They might give you they might tell you to lay on the floor. And it, <laughs> honestly, like it helps. Do you ever watch a movie? Like, do you ever put on a sad movie because you're like in your feels and you want to cry? hundred percent. Like I did that just, like, like last week, yes. You're like you're just in such a sad mood and you're like, nothing can help me right now, but I need I'm, a good cry. I need a good cry. So you put on a movie yep. that you know is gonna make you cry. Yep. And you just like let it out. <laughs> I remember when Me Before You came out. Oh I hadn't read the book. My God. But my best friend and I went to go see like the midnight showing of it or something. Well, I don't remember why. That is like dedication. But we both like went into the theater and had like the nice cushy reclining yeah. seats and yes. all that. And so we like sat down and we we're both like, we're so ready for a good fucking cry. We brought like tissues, oh like God. literally so prepared and um, sobbed my eyes out. I watched that movie on an airplane. Oh, mistake i was fucking sobbing leah and there's also there's like a scientific fact that like you are more prone to crying on airplanes i've sobbed on an airplane I from watching a movie was like inconsolable i was actually flying home from greece and i was on like an eight hour plane ride oh, it's always the long ones i was like not like my friend she had to get up and like go in the like overhead compartment and like rummage around for like tissues that movie fucked me up i watched the intern with Anne Hathaway and Robert De Niro. <laughs> and I was sobbing because the old guy reminded me of my grandpa. Oh, okay. And yes, I was just yes, like, yes, I was yes, like, yes. oh my God, oh, this is so emotional. Yeah, 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 yeah. Stepmom. He just wants to go to work. <laughs> I always, always bawl my eyes out at stepmom. Beaches. Mm-hmm. You ever watch mm-hmm. Beaches? No, I've never watched that. You never watched Beaches? No. It's about like two friends. No, I've never seen it. 
Oh my God, Kara! I have homework to do with Bette Midler. No, I've never seen. Oh it. Oh my God, it's about two. Fr- I, I'm not going to give it away, yeah, okay, but it's really that. That's okay. a tearjerker. Okay. That movie. P.S. I love you. Mm-hmm. Obviously, classic. Armageddon. <gasps> First of all, Armageddon's one of my favorite movies, but that <laughs> shit makes me just. Yeah, that's a, that's oh. a different kind of cry, though. Yeah. I feel like because it's like it's almost like a it's like a doomed like a humanity, cry. but victory cry. Yeah, that's true. Anyway, yeah, just thought about that. Yeah, send us movies that make you cry. Well, Adam yes. <laughs> Tell us what are good movies that you watch when you need a good cry. Yeah. We'll add it to a list. Yes. Okay. So I guess to close, mm-hmm. it's important to talk about these things to yeah. make them more normalized. Yeah. And like, there's nothing wrong with you. Right. If you feel like this. Exactly. Absolutely not. Like I literally deal with this every single fucking day yeah. and it's exhausting. Ugh. And there are some days where I like, I will not do things because I like can't handle it. And I feel like, you know, my close friends, they get that. And when I was younger, I didn't get that of other people because my mentality was so different. I was like, I need to go, 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 go. And I can't stop or slow down for anybody. And now that I'm older and I deal with this every day, I'm like, no, I understand now. And I like apologize to like the friends of the past because I was like, I literally didn't get it. And now I get it. You were literally like running away I was exactly like I was running from my issues so like there was it was like a totally different mentality but now like you know if I have a day where I'm like I can't do anything like I can't leave the house today like it's just not gonna happen like you know I'm in my safe space and I'm already like not feeling great like sometimes it's just like easier for me to just fine it's not worth it for you to like put yourself in a position to like feel shitty. Right. And I think as we get older, we start to be like prioritizing like ourselves. Right. I actually am already feeling anxious today. I don't want to leave my house. Right. Or like, you know, I want to go home at 10 o'clock and um, that's it. That's my cap for the night. I can't go. I can't say it any longer. Yeah. I want to be home by 10. I think that's also like a confidence thing where you're like, no, I know myself. Right. I'm good. I need to go to bed. (laughs) I need to go to bed. Or like, I'm good. I don't need to go out. Right. Like, no, I'm good. There was a meme on Instagram or a video or a TikTok. I don't even fucking know. Whatever social media app I look at every day. The apps. The apps that was saying like, as an adult, like the hangover is worse than like yes. not drinking. Yes. I was yes. seeing that. I was like, that's so true. Yeah. Cause sometimes after I drink now, I get super anxious. Yes. Like it's like even yes. worse. Like I'll feel like flutter in my chest. The other morning I was like slowly waking up and I had been drinking. I was at a bachelorette party and I was just like, am I going to be hungover or not? Like, and I was so anxious about it because I was like, is my day fucked or not? And then I was like, okay, I'm I not. Would, but I it was, like, it's like, yeah. That. I like feel this like internal. I'm like, I feel like shit. Yeah, I like, wish I didn't do it, that. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's like literally not drinking is yeah. better than the hangover. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So you know that we're in our 30s now, guys, mm-hmm. officially. So on that note, we're not going to do a Let's Get Ridiculous this episode yeah. because it's a mental health check-in. Yeah, we're, you know. We want to keep it a little more serious. Mm-hmm. As a reminder, we are having a season finale. We have two more episodes yeah. after this one. And make sure you follow us on Instagram at Real Ridiculous. You can see all our updates and all our fun posts. Mm-hmm. And if you haven't already, please leave us a great rating and review and subscribe to our podcast so you know when we release new episodes, which will be every Wednesday. Every Wednesday, baby. So that's it for us. That's it. Thank you for coming to our little mental health check-in. Yeah, I liked this. Yeah, me too. It was cute. Yeah, I'm proud to share this. Me too. Yeah. Good. High five. High five. Should we high five? <laughs>
Real high five. I feel like my palms are sweating. Sorry. I was getting a little nervous. (laughs) So yeah, we'll see you next Wednesday. See you next Wednesday. Okay, bye. Okay, bye. (laughs) Ha, ha, ha.